everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter and joining me as always is Tim. Mm-hmm. That's right. One day Tim will have something <laughs> that sounds semi-prepared to say <laughs> when I introduce him. One day. Yeah, that require effort. <laughs> no, not about that. Oh, oh, we can tell. We can tell. Uh, this is a horror movie podcast where most regular episodes we get together and we talk about a horror film. This episode's a little bit different because this is a countdown episode, meaning that me and Tim have assembled a list of our favourite, or in this case, least favourite films uh, in a particular category. Although in this case, it is just our least favourite horror films of all time. This is part two of this countdown. We already did numbers 50 through 26, so this is a top 50 in total. But this episode, we're going to be doing our top 25 uh, least favourite horror films of all time. So this will be numbers 25 through number 1. So make sure you go back and watch part 1 if you want to hear our, our uh, picks for the first half. Um, but this is going to be your second half. And of course, uh, as per usual, when we get to number 2, we'll recap our list before we say number 1. Uh, quick fire. Okay. So... Super fun, super fun. Uh, so, of course, this is part of our October thon. That's why this, because normally we are a sort of purpley uh, color, but today we're an orangey color because it's partly October thon. Because we're putting out episodes every day in October, and this was this was part of that. So, um, and by the time this goes up, we'll be a, just about a week or so left of of the October thon. You know, late in the game, as it were. So, hopefully, you guys have been having fun with all the extra episodes and all the extra movies that have been going up and. Uh, Hopefully this feels that like we're getting into the, the end game. We shall start then without any further ado with Tim's number 25. Take it away. I, uh, so I think we talked about this earlier this year, or maybe it was late last year, but uh, my number 25 is Ghost Stories. This is the British uh, horror anthology that, um, you know, when I, I first started watching it, uh, yeah, I didn't think it was too bad. Uh, it has a really good like wraparound premise. Uh, which is basically this guy is trying to debunk, debunk these stories that, like, a, you know, a paranormal debunker ha- had never been able to uh, figure out. And it's kind of leading them to, you know, these different people. And uh, they're telling these horror stories. And, it, you know, it, it's a little generic, but the I was still into it and for a good portion of it until the end. I think the end was this most stupid generic cheap like cliche piece of shit ending that ruined the whole movie for me and uh i really really hate it uh it's based on a play and you can kind of get the sense of like oh yeah this feels like dumb artsy fartsy play bullshit that uh does not work for a movie nothing against plays i love you know I, i i like plays but this feels like the annoying kind of pretentious thing and uh Man, I, I I can't think of any other movie that I've did such a heel turn on uh, after seeing the ending than this one. Yeah, it's a solid pick. I I didn't like the movie either. Although I was mm-hmm. at best lukewarm, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, you know throughout the duration of it. But mm-hmm. I, uh, I I agreed that I didn't like the ending. The ending I hated. Mm-hmm. It, it felt it felt like it was trying to be smart, yeah, but it was definitely. failing failing to actually achieve being smart, which. Is, is one of the worst feelings whenever when you're watching a movie or even just a movie like reading a book or you know uh, yeah any, any, any type then, of art i guess can fall into that yeah and like again you don't want to give up too much away but from kind of what we're saying you, you might even be able to guess it just from this vague description but like it feels like the thing you would make fun of if you are like making fun of a play in a movie or something or if you're just like making fun of like bad dumb hollywood endings or whatever like i feel like 
that is the kind of thing that you would did, but they did it earnestly, and it's so dumb. Yeah, don't make me. I'm just uh, dusting my uh, makeup <laughs> a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I I saw it on the screen, and I thought, well, that looks a bit unprofessional. So sure. I'm giving it a little, <laughs> little wipe from my finger here. Uh, I'm I'm sure everyone's enjoying that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So your number 25 is ghost stories. Ghost stories, yes. My number 25, funnily enough, is 13 Ghosts. Uh, <laughs> the 2001 movie, which we did fairly recently. And for some reason, it's one of our most successful episodes this year. I don't know. What is wrong with you people? <laughs> I don't only... know. Honestly, I, I think this movie is like kind of fun. Like I wouldn't say it's a good movie, sure. But I don't know. Maybe I have nostalgia for it. But I, that's the thing. I saw it when it came out, more or less. Like I, I saw the I saw it when it came out in DVD. I saw the DVD release because I remember Blaine buying the DVD and being miserable with my life choices um, <laughs> after that. And let's keep in mind this was when I was in like um, was I even in high school yet? Like that's, I didn't have a lot of money at the time. So me me picking my DVD purchases was was a was a thing. It, you know, I couldn't do it too often. You know, I, I got maybe a couple of months or something like that at the time. Sure. Um, as my cat is hitting keyboard shortcuts and upsetting me um uh, so you know like but like, i i genuinely felt like um this movie has no atmosphere the location which is nothing but glass walls may sound fun for certain types of movies it makes it impossible to remember where any of the locations are or tell where you are at any point in the movie the geography is like just gone everything is like bright nothing like Nothing is to me. Nothing about this is fun. The characters are not interesting. Uh, I don't think the ghosts were that that cool or or spooky or anything. It felt so Hollywood polished to the point. Sure. It, it felt like if anything was going to be creepy or tense, someone turned the light on and started vacuuming, and that's the feeling I have the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of was like the style at the time, and I think we mentioned it before, but this came out around the same time as like. They were doing a bunch of those older movie remakes, like yes. uh, House on Haunted Hill and The Haunting and everything, and they all kind of just, yeah, like look too good. Um, no, I mean, and you're not wrong. Uh, it is. Uh, I, I think I don't know. I, I do kind of like the idea of it, but yeah, when we rewatch it, it definitely wasn't as good as I remember it. I wonder if that's why the video is so popular though, if people kind of have a nostalgic fondness for it. But yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's got what? It's got Tony Shalhoub, Matthew Lillard, and mm -hmm. the girl who got naked in American Pie. That is the, yeah. that is its claims to to the mm -hmm. fame. Uh, and there's an original film from the fifties, the Elm Castle movie. I've never seen the original. Nor have I. Something to do someday when we got like, we're in a fifties mood <laughs> or sixties mood, whatever decade it came out. Probably the fifties. Maybe on a, maybe on a Friday the thirteenth we can do it. Ah, once we're afraid of the thirteenth movies, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, we have to do Saturday the fourteenth on a Saturday yes. the fourteenth at some point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, do you know there's a? I mean, I don't know if it's like an official sequel, but I heard recently that there is like a movie that called itself Saturday the fourteenth part two, and all I could think was, why not call it Sunday the sixteenth? Keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it going. <laughs> uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't heard of that. That's uh, interesting. <laughs> uh, so stupid. What's your twenty four? Uh, so it's one you actually mentioned before uh, on the first video we did. It's a good pick uh, then. Number... <laughs> it is uh, Jason Goes to Hell, the final, ah. final Friday. Um, yeah, I mean, this is awful. I think it's a, you know easily the worst um, Friday the 13th movie. Um, like you mentioned when you were talking about it, it's, you know, um, 
was it uh was this when paramount got it or or no it was when new line got new line, it yeah because paramount had it for yeah, the first yeah. date and then yeah new line got it yeah and like you said it's like they, they get this big license and the first thing they decide to do is like kill him and then yeah and it's not even a jason movie it's like a weird possession movie and it's uh the acting's bad it's cheesy it doesn't look good um the only cool thing is like the you know uh the little uh freddy nod i i guess at the end but even that yeah what's what's so funny about that is that it does feel like a movie that feels more like a it doesn't quite feel like a nightmare on elm street movie but it feels like closer to a nightmare on elm street movie than it does a friday the 13th movie in fact i'd say that it almost feels (laughs) the the thing that's closest to of either of those franchises is nightmare on elm street part two yeah actually yeah i can see that that's the closest thing (laughs) it is to anything in those franchises at least with Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two, though, I think that is much, much like well better, uh, you know, made. Like even if that's oh, sure. kind of a weird yeah. entry in the Nightmare franchise, I, I think it's still a competently made film. Where, um, you know, unfortunately, yeah, this is just not <laughs> well made at all. Uh, you know, apologies to, you know, anyone involved in it, but I just I don't think it's good. <laughs> I make no apologies. <laughs> you had your chance. My <laughs> 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 number twenty-four. Oh, we're returning to this franchise. Howling Six, The Freaks. <laughs> yeah. This is my third Howling film, I think, uh, on this on this 50. Um, this one uh, has, has like a character who comes out of town and he kind of befriends this family who lets him move in because he's going to help with the painting or the carpentry or something outside. I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like... And we have uh, uh, Bruce Payne, I think it is, uh, hamming it up. He's the villain in this. And mm-hmm. the, the, whole, the whole movie is just, again, almost... like It's one of those things where even when we reviewed it like right after watching it, it was hard to actually remember the sequence of events that happened in the film because so much of it was just this meandering, rep- repetitious, repetitious... Sorry. Well, he, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so th- this might be mild spoilers for the movie. Uh, so... <laughs> skip ahead like you know i mean if you if children you it, avert no. your ears <laughs> but i mean this is literally a movie where like a drifter werewolf join has to fight uh a satan that is like the leader of a carnival freak show so that should be the coolest thing ever and the, <laughs> the fact that they managed to make that boring is like a huge testament to their incompetence in mm-hmm. making this film um yeah i think you know, we talk about with the the Howling movies, it gets you know less and less and less uh, with the amount of werewolves you've seen. And then I think this might be, mm, well, it, it's hard between this and uh, and the one before. I, I guess which one would be more egregious? But uh, yeah, I feel like the tiny, tiny little seconds of a werewolf you see in this, uh, or unless I'm thinking of the next one. Uh, but I mean, none of these later movies case in have point, like, any werewolves. Case, case <laughs> yeah. in point, yes. To be fair, I think Five technically has more werewolves. You just can't see them because it's so dark. True. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't even know what else to say. I, I, you know, let's be honest. There's probably going to be more hurling on my list. So we'll get there. <laughs> okay, what's your twenty-three? Uh, so this might be one that I, if I remember correctly, I think you liked a little bit. I, like, I don't think you loved it, but I know you're definitely more positive than me, but I absolutely hated this movie. Uh, and that is The Visit. Uh, oh. I, you know, when it came out, I, I think, you know, we talked about, uh, Shyamalan like earlier, uh, on your list when he did the happening and everything. And, uh, mm. 
yeah, I feel like a lot of people are he he'd become like a punchline uh, at this point, and uh, I feel like a lot of people. Uh, you know, started to get into him again when the visit came out. They're like, "Oh yeah, this movie's actually really cool." And I, uh, I don't know what they're watching because I, I think this is absolute garbage. It's a shitty found footage movie uh, that doesn't need to be found footage. There's so many dumb like plot holes in it uh, that don't that well, not that they don't make sense, but it's just like, oh, like no person in their right mind would just like <laughs> leave their kids <laughs> to these people uh, in such a way and. Uh, yeah, and it has a uh, one of the my most annoying things where um, you know they have like either a little kid or an old person rapping, which uh, you know in this case it's a little kid rapping, but uh, that's like the dumbest shit ever. And uh, this movie really freaking sucks. <laughs> and anyone who likes it, probably a bad person. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I mean, I guess it's accurate. I don't hate it as much as you do. I don't know if I don't know if I'd say. Because the way you said that, it made me think it was gonna be, I was I was positive on it. I think I was very middling on it, but I didn't have the same I, hatred for it as you did, for sure. I think that's what it was. I think yeah. I really hated it, and you were just kind of like, man, eh, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, oof. it 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 makes me mad though, like thinking about it. <laughs> uh, there was one scene towards the end though. I really made me laugh though. I'll give it that. Okay, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Won't spoil it, but I'll just say there's one scene towards the end that made me laugh. Uh, my number twenty three. Um, and you know what? there's going to be a lot of movies in my list that kind of fall into crappy movies we had to review on the show and mm-hmm. they're ones that i remember hating pretty well because we talked about them and this next one is don't knock twice which oh, yeah. was i think early 2017 and it was katie sackoff a supernatural <laughs> plot that made very little sense it, it did things that it didn't introduce the ideas properly before it did them. Um, there was weird teleporting going on at one point in the movie that, that didn't make any sense. At least, maybe it made sense in the script. Maybe, maybe they cut a bunch of scenes that explained all this shit. I don't know. Uh, yeah. But it was just one of those ones where by the time I got to the end, like I wasn't even sure what what it was doing anymore. And that's and on top of the fact that the you know the the, the direction was not that good. The, the scares weren't there. The the atmosphere wasn't there. It, it felt it's like generic a, bad CGI. Yeah. All the standard tropes of something shitty all your staples all your staples so that's don't knock twice what's your 22 uh oh, oh actually real quick though before we leave it something i do just want to mention about don't knock twice uh, i think the craziest thing about the movie I, I don't know if you uh knew this but they made like a freaking video game about this that movie what? i like, every time, <laughs> Like every time I go into GameStop, I'm like always like looking, and you know I'm, I'm like trying to always look for like horror you know games and stuff, and I always see like Don't Knock Twice, and I'm like, wait, what? What is this? Could this be cool? And then I'm like, oh wait a minute, <laughs> why? This is based on that movie for some reason. Uh, yeah, which uh, I'm investigating crazy. this. Hold on a second. <laughs> I'm investigating. I mean, and, and I, I guess it's possible it could just be a game with the same name, but it at least looked like it was supposed to be based on the movie. <clears throat> mm-hmm. One second. <laughs> Let me know if I'm wrong, but you can you can see a uh, twenty two while I'm looking this up, but I'm I'm investigating. <laughs> well, uh, my twenty two is uh, something that we just uh, actually did recently uh, in this month. I, I'm assuming that the episode is already out, uh, but that is Scream Three, uh, mm-hmm. which man, uh, I, I used to be pretty positive about the Scream franchise, but it's another one of those ones where going back and watching them, kind of like oh, maybe these movies aren't as good <laughs> as I, I thought. Uh, yeah, I think there's still merit in, in most of them, but I think three is just uh, a huge, huge like miss 
uh, for whatever it was they're trying to do. Um, it seems like they're trying to be a lot more funny, but you know, uh, the, the plots feel forced. Um, you know, I don't think the characters are interesting. There's so many like dumb jokes and weird cameos and, uh, it's, it, it's a cringeworthy movie. I, I feel like watching it is just kind of like, um, yeah, you just kind of like feel weird. Like, <laughs> why are they doing this? This is very dumb. I, I concur. I concur, Timmy. Uh, as Tim said, the review for that would have been re- very recently by the time this goes out. So, um, get our full thoughts. So I, f- I found Don't Knock Twice the game. Okay. This is from Wikipedia. Don't Knock Twice is a first-person survival horror video game developed and published by Wales Interactive. The game is compatible with PlayStation VR, HTC Vive, and Oculus Rift, a VR game. Uh, okay. It was released worldwide in September 2017. Uh, a version for the Nintendo Switch was released in October 2017, so I guess it can be played without VR okay. as well. Um, so, Don't Knock Twice shares the same name as the film and is loosely based on the same story. The player takes mm. the role of a guilt-ridden mother who must save her estranged daughter by uncovering the truth behind an urban tale of a vengeful demonic witch. So Jesus, that is so like out of everything to <coughs> make a game about. Why this movie? I, I mean, it came out later the same year. I have to imagine that. I don't know. I have to imagine they made some sort of deal to make a movie or a game based yeah. on it when the movie was still being made. And they just kind of tied it in after the fact, or yeah, I don't know, I don't know. <sighs> maybe we should uh, do a stream of it or something. Who knows? Maybe, maybe it could be like a super cool game based oh off a really bad movie. <laughs> if, if you want, to, if you want, to, I, I don't feel like I want to buy it, Tim. But if you want to pay for it, you can. <laughs> I'll, I'll stream it if you pay for it. Um, okay. Put a Patreon goal up here. <laughs> do you want Peter to play? Don't knock twice. <laughs> Um, all right, so that was your number twenty-two is Scream Three. Twenty-two, yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, I agree with what you said. Scream Three is is really bad. Yeah. Full discussion uh, out recently. Uh, my number twenty-two is The Uninvited, which is actually the American remake of A Tale of Two Sisters, which is a movie that we will have either the review up already or will be up soon as part of the October thon because it won a vote. Tale of Two Sisters won a vote. Uh, it was like a vote for four Asian films, and that's the one that won. The Uninvited is the American remake, which <laughs> which has none of the atmosphere that the original does. It is the most bland, like, pair of actors, like, playing these two sisters. Like, I, like, I remember watching this and just feeling like this is. I mean, this was probably before like the CW even existed, or the CW was like brand new at the time. But it's that's exactly how I described them. It was like watching the CW version of of a of a Japanese movie or a Korean film in this case. Yeah. Um, that's what it felt like. It, it was devoid of everything. It had that that shitty blue tint that I hate. Mm-hmm. Um, on it, at least the poster did for my memory. I mean, again, I only saw this once. I saw this once, like you know, fourteen years ago or whatever. So whatever it's been. Uh, so was this like uh know. early two thousands or? No, actually, this was like 2008, 2009. So yeah, it was about okay. ten years ago. Okay. But the point is, it, it was when it had the movie channels is when I watched it. You know, the, uh, mm-hmm. on cable. That's when I watched it because this was when I still had like cable channels and shit. <laughs> like I've not had that in a long time. But it was definitely a period here at the start of the twenty tens that I still had that. And I watched everything that came on, and I watched this, and it yeah. was it was terrible. And I used to always get this mixed up with the Unborn, which I already had uh, yes. earlier on, <laughs> uh, because they came out in the same year, and they both had kind of similar titles in my head. Uh, but there you go. There's a good chance I I saw this, but I cannot remember anything about it at all. I 
Uh, I might have been working at Blockbuster at the time, so I might have rented it when it came out, or or if I was living back home, I might have watched it on TV. But I, it's uh, yeah, I have like no memory of it whatsoever. Just proving my point, I think. <laughs> Forgettable trash. Uh, yeah. That that is what uh, the uninvited is. What is your number twenty one? Uh, so this is another one that falls into the just like uh, shitty, bland, generic Hollywood uh, horror movie. I believe this was a February release, so you know how, how those go. Although eh, we've been getting better ones uh, throughout the last couple I of mean, years. But yeah, it was February, so I mean, there's there's, yeah. there's precedent for better stuff now. <laughs> it's 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 starting to change a little bit, but I think this was before <laughs> we started getting better movies from then. Um, unless it was a January release, I, I I forget when it came out, but uh, it's The Forest. Mm. Uh, yes, yeah, so, yeah, you know, it's just very bland, uninteresting characters. Uh, again, just you know, lots of jump scares, bad CGI's, weird like cultural appropriation kind of stuff. Where you know, it's about, about this white woman who goes looking for her sister in in Japan. So there's you know, some of that kind of like annoying, like, oh, you know, it's, it, things are so weird here uh, and spooky. And it's like, um, you know, kind of that's kind of annoying. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just overall just very generic and bland. And uh, again, like you said, it's another one of those where, yeah, I, I barely remember much about it now. And I'm sure in, you know, a couple of months, another year, I this might be one of the ones where I'm just like, oh, did I even watch that? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that getting particularly incomprehensible towards the end. Uh, yes. Like his actual progression throughout the movie, like was not what the trailer kind of made it out to be. I don't know, like it, mm. one of those. It's another one where you can tell by the end where it feels like they're trying to have like um, you know, some type of surprise or twist or you know, something that's gonna make you go like, oh shit! And when, you know, it's just like, oh no, this is just stupid and uninteresting. Yeah. Uh, my number 21, and everyone knew I was going to appear here somewhere, and arguably it should be higher, but my number 21 is The Green Inferno. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Eli Roth has, has made an appearance here on, on the list. And in fact, the only reason why Eli Roth doesn't have more appearances is because I've not actually seen a lot of Eli Roth's movies. I've seen a couple of the bigger ones. And... I don't think Cabin Fever or Hostel was bad enough for me to put on my list, but sure. uh, maybe Tim will give us some nice surprises later <laughs> on his. But uh, Green Inferno is a movie with like annoying characters that you don't want to survive at all, which isn't necessarily a deal breaker on its own. But it's a movie where the whole horror of this movie is supposed to be like, oh, they're, they're held captive by these like these tri- this tribe who are going to eat them or, or whatever, and we're supposed to be caring about the, the you know the 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 build and the the wanting to escape. You know, it, it kind of treats it like a prison movie, like a prisoner of war movie kind of thing, but with the horror element of like the, the villains or the sadistic. And you don't care about any of the characters. And I just remember mm. laughing when one of them starts masturbating and that yeah. male spoilers, <laughs> I guess. I and I remember the ending like making me laugh. It was like a mid credit scene that tries to tease a sequel and. You know, all this stuff. It's just it's thoroughly unlikable. And there's just lots of little weird moments. Like I remember in the review talking about how there's a scene where they're crossing a road to get to a boat, and for some reason the direction treats it like it's a board movie where it's like really tense crossing the road, but there's like nothing set up to actually suggest why this is a tense moment or why this would be dangerous or anything. So yeah. 
I'm, I expect that Tim's going to bring this up at some point, so I'm just going to, I'll end it there. <laughs> the Green Inferno is my number 21. Uh, what is your number 20? Uh, my number 20, a movie we have not done, uh, and I hope that we don't, because uh, oh. I only watched it once before, and I really don't want to watch it again, uh, and that is a movie called Wolfen, which, uh, man, I, you know, obviously a werewolf movie, and um, I, I I got one of those DVDs that were just Tim, like... you can never be too sure, because you you'd assume <laughs> Helling 2 is a werewolf movie true, and true. you would be completely wrong so you know, never assume <laughs> um i think this was one of those ones where i got like a dvd that was like four werewolf classics or whatever uh and you know i remember it had like bad moon on it maybe silver bullet uh and, and then uh wolfen was one of those and i remember being like all right this is cool i feel like i've heard this title before and uh hey you know i like werewolves so let's give this a shot and it was maybe one of the most boring movies I've ever seen. I just remember <laughs> being so goddamn bored by it. Like, uh, I, I, again, I can't really tell you much that happens in it other than, yeah, it's just one of those ones where I was like so bored and frustrated by it. Yeah. I, I did. <laughs> and my number 20 uh, didn't quite match your number, but it almost did. The Forest is my number 20. <laughs> oh, oh, you know, I, yeah, I, was, I was trying to think uh, earlier, like uh, if we if we do <clears throat> uh, get something where, you know, we, we both have the same movie for uh, a, a spot, like, I don't know, if, if, <laughs> would you like something special or something? <laughs> uh, like what? <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, put out like an extra movie review or something i don't want to do more work but i don't know maybe something would be fun um that's cool though that's very close <laughs> that's very close it's, it's happened a couple of times on some of these lists uh, between us and then the ones i've yeah. done with connor there's been usually one or two where it's like oh shit we had something at the same number um yeah, yeah I, I mean i don't want to say that if we have the same movie at the same number we'll we'll do it again because that may be torturous oh, no. given, given this list but yes we'll do I don't know. Well, we'll squeeze in an extra movie for Halloween or something. I don't know. <laughs> you got an extra one in Halloween. You got two episodes in Halloween Day. <laughs> there you go. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> See, Tim has the idea, but he's not willing to commit. I so, saw, you know. And I will at least put forth an effort to try <laughs> to make it happen. We'll put forth an effort. All right. Um, so yeah, the forest. You kind of already went into it. Um, you know, this this is Natalie Dormer, who everyone you know likes from Game of Thrones and wanted to have a good movie. It reminds me a lot of Sarah Michelle Gellar, who you might remember from the hit television show <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer, who was in a really popular TV show. And okay, she's in the movies now. What what we're we going to have her do? Oh, she'll do a horror movie. And to be fair, the American remake of The Grudge ain't bad, right? It's an alright movie. Um, I feel like this was kind of trying to be the same sort of footsteps where mm-hmm. it's like she's in a popular TV show and let's do a horror movie. Let's mm-hmm. set it in Japan. Like, this was almost the same career path. Like, <laughs> at least an mm-hmm. attempt at it. And, it, you know, like, I like the idea of it being set in this, like, forest where everyone goes to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. That was a cool idea of a setting. Unfortunately, the movie is just nonsensical from beat to beat where you're just wandering around in a dark forest. There's nothing, there's no like, coherent story that's actually driving you through it. And mm-hmm. random things just happen. Uh, yeah. I also remember questioning her trusting some guy like really easily. Like she, she meets a guy yeah. in the forest. It's like, you've met a strange dude in the forest. Are you really going to, you know, be <coughs> anything less than suspicious? Or like, at the very least, you know, be cautious. Mm-hmm. Be cautious with them. 
Yeah. Oh no, he's betrayed you? Oh, I've never seen that coming. Oh. Who would have guessed? Oh. Ah, uh, maybe stupid. Tim, <laughs> what is your 19? 19, uh, that is Ringu Zero. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, you know, I, I was surprised, uh, you know, because I, I had said earlier, like, I, I try not to, you know, put too much stuff, like, from the same franchise. Uh, but I had a surprising number of Ring movies on here because uh, my first list I had Rings and then The Ring 2 and now Ringu Zero. But I do feel like they're all kind of different. Like, Rings was kind of like a, you know, not really like a reboot, but I guess maybe, you know, reimagining it or whatever. Ring 2 was like an American sequel and then this is one of the Japanese sequels. But I just remember this being really boring and it's like a really weird story to tell. It's like all this stuff about Sadako, like being in like a, a theater troupe, uh, which, <laughs> which is like, you know, one of those things where it's like, yeah, like, you know, the first ring doesn't need or Ringu, like it doesn't need a sequel, but I mean, if you're going to do it, like maybe just kind of do the same thing <laughs> again. Cause that's what worked. Like don't try to do all this weird, like backstory stuff that no one cares about. And then all this weird theater drama is, is really stupid. And I feel bad cause I keep saying like, uh, this is stupid for a lot of things, but that's why it's on this worst list because all these are like things are stupid or infuriating or make you mad. I'll be honest, we, we did this a couple of years ago and I don't remember anything about it. You, you, oh, told, me, you told me she did a theater trip and I'm like, I'll take your word for it because I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember anything about the Rig Zero. Um, or even or for for that record, the second one, you know, the Japanese second one. Like, I don't remember anything I think about the, that movie. The second one, I don't really remember too much about either. And I, I think uh, I, I remember more about Zero just because it, it stood out to me how, like, bizarre and weird the direction they're going honestly we're at a point now where i could go back and listen to our episode and just listen to it as a fan because like i don't remember anything i'm like yeah i'll I'll be telling myself about what this dumb movie is because i just watched it oh dear um maybe give me too many ptsd flashbacks i don't know uh but yes uh that's that's ring zero 19 my number 19 (sighs) slender man (laughs) yeah yeah You talk about your generic teenage, you know, modern day horror movie, supernatural entity. Uh, you talk about, I mean, what, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't one of the main plot beats of this movie is that one of them was playing like Pokemon Go or like their knockoff version of Pokemon Go? Yeah, I think it was like a horror ish version of a game like that. Yes, and there's a whole scene where she's like <laughs> lured into an elevator and like they know that Slenderman's going to get her and it's like a whole big thing. I. This, again, it's one of these things where, like, you try and describe most of the scenes in this movie, and I can't do it. I can't remember it well enough. But mm. I can tell you just how painful... It was only 90 minutes long, or close to. But I can tell you how painful that was. I can tell you how how much, like, from the five-minute mark, I was like, okay, I'm ready for this to end. <laughs> I'm ready for this to be yeah. over and not have to suffer through it anymore. So, yeah, Slender Man's my number. My number 19. Yeah, no, that's a... Yeah, just another one of those ones. It's very forgettable, very generic, and and it is a shame because, um, like obviously there's a real real world tra- tragedy that kind of taints it, mm-hmm. uh, you know now. But uh, I mean before that though, like, um, you, you know you don't really get 
like a lot of cool new age, like um, I guess urban legend kind of things. And like obviously, like you know, Slenderman isn't real, but I don't know. It's kind of cool that there's like a mythology behind it. And I don't know, in some good hands, like that possibly could have been I, a cool movie. But I, I remember thinking that the the first disappearance, the first kid who goes missing, is mm-hmm. near the start was confusingly yeah. edited so i wasn't like i was, oh, right, I was right, actually right. like wait what someone just disappeared yeah. like there was a weird cut in the weird the way it like shifts time it didn't feel like anything had actually happened and it felt like did, did i miss something did they cut a scene here that was supposed to i, I don't know so it, it's, it's full of things like that and it's, it's the characters who are just like so basically it's almost like, i've said this before where i feel like modern modern b-movie horror movies right suffer from this thing where they're determined to not have character archetypes because they think that's cheesy but in mm. in doing so they try so hard to not have archetypes they give us just a cast of the most bland people who have no distinguishable personalities and is, mm. is the opposite as if that's maybe more realistic and it's just and yeah i think that's why uh you know a lot of the movies on this list we're seeing more stuff like from recent times in the last you know, kind of 15, 20 ish years or whatever versus like stuff in the 80s, because at least in the 80s, if you had a bad movie, it was a lot funnier because you would have cheesy over the top characters with like, you know, weird personalities and they'd say weird things versus now, uh, you know, like you said, everything is so bland and generic that, you know, even if you have a bad movie that maybe normally you might have laughed at, and, you know, the characters are so like safe and boring that. You know, you can't get any like even cheesy enjoyment out of it. Yeah, we're striving for realism, guys. So <laughs> our characters won't be weird or say weird things. They'll just, unless you wish upon, in which case, are you into multiverse theory? Because <laughs> I love multiverse. Oh, who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> what is your number eighteen? Uh, this was a big disappointment for me. Uh, so I'm a really big uh, Clive Barker fan, and uh, I've been like reading a lot of his stuff. And maybe one of the best like horror books ever written would be his uh, short story collection, Books of Blood. Um, I highly recommend. Uh, you know, if anyone is looking for something creepy to read this season, um, there's a lot of really great short stories there. And um, I remember being surprised when I found out they had made a movie. Uh, I don't want to say based on it, but uh, a movie that has the same name. Uh, I think I just randomly came across a DVD that was like Clive Barker's Book of Blood. And I was like, holy shit, like oh, they made a movie about it. That's crazy. And then, you know, uh, I thought it was like a little weird because it's like, well, it's a short story collection. So is this like an anthology or something like they're not naming it after one of the you know short stories or naming it after the collection. But uh, I watched it, whatever. And uh, it was just bad. I mean, it, it resembles like nothing uh from the book like it's uh it's it's one of those things where it's like why did you go to the bother of you know getting this title uh when you're not even like making an attempt to do anything remotely uh similar to what it what it was um again like a lot of these yeah i feel bad because i really don't remember like too much about the plot i just remember being like really disappointed and angry that i'm like this is just like some weird generic bullshit that they just slapped a, a title on that horror fans will probably recognize. And, uh, it's very bad. Sorry to hear that, Tim. <laughs> My number 18 is a film that, uh, you know, me and Tim know all too well. Although, bizarrely, one that we've never done on Screams After Midnight, which unfortunately means that Ooh. someday we're going to have to watch it again. <laughs> and I'm really upset about this. 
but my number is, eighteen. Are there are are there birds in it? No. Okay. <laughs> oh, thanks. Right, so, it's, it's, so it's not birdemic then. Okay. No, 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 it's not birdemic. No, we do have to do that someday. You're right. Uh, but um, I'll tell you right now, birdemic is not appearing on this list because birdemic at least made me laugh more than a lot of the things on this list. Uh, Concur. Yeah. But uh, you know, my number eighteen is Darkness Falls. Okay. <laughs> oh right, right, right. Yes. Uh, from two thousand three, I want to say this came out. It does actually star Emma Caulfield, who was in the hit television show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She was at Anya slash Anyanka. Um, maybe we'll have to do a, a vote at uh at some point where we do uh the theme is like horror movies starring uh, Buffy stars. <laughs> yeah, we should actually. That'd be quality. That'd be quality. Yes. Uh, so this movie is about an evil tooth fairy. Uh, there's also like a weird rule where light, like the like the thing can only be in the darkness. So it's kind of like a lights out kind of thing almost. Like before lights out was real. Joe um, it's weird. Is we did an audio commentary for this on Patreon a couple of years ago, and I still don't remember most of it. <laughs> <laughs> I I remember some bad CG. I remember some like i remember ending in a lighthouse i think like because they raced a lighthouse at the yeah. end i'm sure this lighthouse the main character in the beginning moves to vegas because it, it has like the most lights uh <coughs> right. that. Right. um you know I, i'm not against the idea of an evil tooth fairy that, that i do kind of like when they take like an old fairy tale or some innocent child thing and, and try to make it like sinister but very usually doesn't come out great and yeah this is not a particularly good example of that. Let's just feel say it feels like an early two thousands movie. It has, oh, it has that yeah. feeling about it, you know, born on and because this is the time when you know Asian cinema, Asian horror specifically was becoming big, and everyone was kind of discovering it. Um, and U.S. cinema hadn't quite got there yet with its own sort of voice for the decade. Um, <laughs> although I do think there's a lot of good horror in the two thousands uh, later. Maybe maybe next year we'll do sure. a best fifty of the two thousands maybe. Uh, maybe that'll be next year's list. I don't know. Actually, no, it won't be. What am I saying? Next year will be top fifty slashers because we're, the slasher vote. Uh, it won the season vote. So. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, so we've got a thing for next year. It's fine. Cool. Uh, <laughs> easy peasy. Uh, so yeah, Darkness Falls is a uh, is is a uh, terror bad. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So what, what you got, Tim, for number seventeen? I'm gonna tell you the name of a movie which I. I, I'm going to throw the gauntlet down. I'm going to see if you can top this. But I think this is the worst title uh, oh. for maybe a movie ever. Or or at least, I don't know, dumbest. Because it does make me laugh, but it's, it's very stupid. So 17 is Haunting in Connecticut 2, Ghosts of Georgia. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, so I, I don't think I don't know if we did it on the show, but there was a a very bad horror movie called uh, Haunting in Connecticut, which um, was is actually you know one of those supposedly based on a true story. Um, which I remember seeing the true story they did a special on like the Discovery Channel, which I actually thought was uh, an intriguing and actually kind of creepy story that they of course turned into a super boring generic Hollywood horror movie. Um, so, and then, uh, so that was bad enough. Uh, but you know, it takes place in Connecticut, hence why it's called the haunting in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and now uh, that same Discovery show, uh, they did all these different stories and, and like different places across the country and everything. Uh, so then they had they had another story in Georgia, which they used as a sequel for this movie. But instead of just calling it <laughs> a haunting in Georgia, they call it haunting in Connecticut to Ghosts of Georgia, which is just yes. I, no, it, <laughs> I just want to make this clear for everyone, just just in case anyone's thinking. Is there a town called Georgia in Connecticut, maybe, or something oh, like that? You know, like it's a sort of thing where that, that's you know, it's like we think they're being dumb, but maybe there's just a town with the same name. Right, right. right. That's, that's not out of the realms of possibility. Yeah, but is it set that's in Georgia? It's no. set, set in the it state is, of Georgia. It's set in Georgia. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I. I mean, again, this is one of those bland, uh, kind of generic, forgettable movies. But I, I have it on the list, and and particularly so far down, just because of how goddamn dumb the name is. Uh, with without actually without the name, I probably wouldn't even remember this movie exists. But I, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's a good thing that at least makes it stand out. Okay, okay. My number seventeen is one that you've already brought up. It is the Ring Two. The U.S. Uh, yes. sequel, <laughs> um, yeah, CGI deer. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. What's your sixteen? So here's a franchise I don't think we talked about yet, but um, hmm. I, I I did want to get it in here at some point. Uh, that is Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Beginning. Um, oh yes. Uh, wait, actually, wait, I think we, wait, did we, we talked about Leatherface, right? Actually, yeah, I did. Yeah, I you, brought, you, you, you brought up Leatherface, yeah. Okay, so this is the second entry uh, on here. Um, yeah, uh, this is just, so this is the, and, and I had to look up all the titles <laughs> to make sure uh, that I was picking the right one. Yeah, because um, are, are you doing the prequel to the reboot? Or are you doing the prequel to the original? Are you doing the, right. the sequel to the original, <laughs> but ignoring the other sequels? Mm. Well, there's the the one that came after this. We actually both surprisingly liked, and mm-hmm. I, I wanted to make sure I wasn't confusing it with that one. Uh, so no, this is the one that's a yeah. It, I, I don't remember if it's a sequel or a prequel or whatever, but it's the one that came out after the reboot. Uh, well, I guess it's a prequel because it's the beginning. But um, a, a lot of people still have love for the reboot. I I, I did like it when it came out, and then uh, I think when we reviewed it, is I kind of grown soft on it. I was like, eh. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world, but I really am not crazy about it that much anymore. But then this movie after, uh, it was just so bad. It really doubled down on all the dumb, annoying stuff that I wasn't crazy about in in that first reboot. And um, it just like didn't look good. And again, the characters like weren't weren't interesting. And yeah, it's again, just trying to like, you know, uh, you can tell like they don't really know what to do with the franchise, so it's just like, uh, well, let's go back to the beginning, and I, I just uh, I feel like it's never uh, a good sign. Uh, I, I mentioned it before earlier on the list when uh, I had Friday the Thirteenth: A New Beginning on here. Just I feel like uh, whenever someone is trying to do some type of beginning thing, it's it's never that good. Mm. Yeah, no, I I think we were both on a similar boat with the the remake actually, where. We both remember liking it more, but when we did it for the the show, we were both kind of like, eh, it's actually not as good as yeah. maybe I remembered. It's kind of, you know, like I, I can kind of see everything that... There was a lot of stuff of the time in that 2003 remake. Definitely, definitely. And I yeah. feel like I didn't really notice it at the time because we were in that time. But yeah. watching it again later, it was like, whoa, okay, I'm, I'm seeing a yeah. lot of things here that I don't like. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, no, nah, and the beginning was definitely worse. So yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, my number sixteen is a little film which was not done in the show. Actually, this was like a, a year or two before we started doing the show. But I saw it in theaters and absolutely despised it. This is a film called Dark Skies. Oh, okay. Is that the alien movie with uh, Mila Jovovich? Not Mila Jovovich. I think you're thinking of uh, you're thinking of the fourth kind, maybe. Right, right. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, the, I mean, it's kind of a, tw- a twist to be honest to say that, but technically, okay. yes, the enemies in this are aliens. But it doesn't. It plays like a supernatural horror movie for most of it, where there's stuff going on and like the the kids seeing things and. Um, but it was every trope I hate. Every, every every supernatural movie that we've talked about, where you know that scene in the middle where they go and find like the person from the internet who's like an expert and just knows everything. Uh, yeah. Like it has that, and this guy just knows everything about aliens, and like it just. I hated it. It, it was it was one of those things where I, I remember arguing with someone in college about uh, who, who thought it was like a good first feature, like a good first attempt. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's it's everything I hate about modern horror movies. And this was before we even did Scream, so I didn't even have to suffer through a lot of them yet. And I already hated all these tropes. So, no, Dark Skies. Uh, like I say, it's been too long to really get too specific on it, but I I, I was I was adamantly trashing that movie. Uh, long before I had screams after a minute to trash movies on, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, I, again, this is another one where I'm not a hundred percent sure if I've, I've seen it or not. I <laughs> might have. <laughs> the name sounds familiar. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So you know the sad part is, is I know that soon in the future we're probably going to have to do a vote on Patreon for four picks of from this these lists that we've not done before, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be miserable with whatever the results are. Oh boy! <laughs> ah dear. Um, luckily I'm looking at the top batch, and the first one on my list that we've not done already on the show is number 11 so that's that's as, that's as high as we can go on my list uh <laughs> but uh yeah that was my number 16 what's your 15 i uh i think i watched this for last year's october thon we haven't done it on the show um and i don't know i i kind of don't want to watch it out again but i feel like it'd probably be a fun episode if we did uh it's a werewolf movie <laughs> It's a, it's a sequel to a very good werewolf movie. And uh, I don't know if you have any guesses. Um, well, a very good werewolf movie. It either has to be an American werewolf in Paris or one of the Ginger Snap sequels. <laughs> you got it on the first try, yeah. Okay. American werewolf in Paris. It's, uh, again, I, I think like last year it was like streaming and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll boot this up. Been a while since I see it. Maybe it'll be kind of fun. And it is so bad uh like the storyline is weird the main character like sucks so hard like uh you know just one of those dudes that you constantly just want bad things to happen to him which is like kind of the opposite (laughs) of what you want in a horror movie uh and then uh, i forget what year it came out but there was definitely one where people were still like (laughs) figuring out what cgi was because uh the cgi is god awful it was the mid 90s i maybe the late 90s mid late 90s i would say it's it's really bad and the uh there's like bungee jumping scenes uh for some reason uh they're so very very stupid uh yeah it it absolutely sucks so 
while I don't want to watch it again, I think we get a lot of mileage <laughs> out of that episode. I think have we even done the first one? I, I would have thought that we did. I mean, I, sometimes it's kind of hard to tell because, like, with the uh, you know the, those like classic prominent movies, it's like, oh yeah, we must have done that. You just kind of take for granted. But I don't know. Maybe we haven't. Yeah, I don't actually know. That's so weird. <laughs> I'll have to check my records uh, later <laughs> and see if we've done that movie before. Um, yes. What's next then? My number 15. Uh, this is one you brought up before, much earlier on the list, and this is Friend Request. Oh, yes. <laughs> everything. Everything <laughs> I hate. You, you, you've got this, this one of the stars of Fear the Walking Dead as your lead character. Uh, which isn't necessarily a bad thing or a good thing. It's just, you know, that's kind of... Again, much like The, the Forest, it's like, here's someone from a TV show that's relatively popular. Um, I, I mean, I, well, no one I know likes to fear The Walking Dead, but it does well. It gets ratings. <laughs> like, someone, <laughs> some people are watching that show. Um, but you've got, you've got, like, all the tropes I don't like. Uh, uh, you've got the blind characters in the modern movies, but you've got the... The, the weird goth kid who's like the you know the, the shy one who's secretly going to be evil that's a trope from the old days uh which makes up makes a return here uh, i remembered groaning uh, at one point when characters were looking at like internet code and saying oh there's something weird in the code there's something yeah. <laughs> and i was like oh i hate this with every fiber of my being uh friend request is 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 trash it is the epitome of modern day trash I'll leave it at that because we already talked about it so you know yeah. we can move on to number 14 uh, so my number 14 is a little movie called Cell and oh. uh, now I, it might not be the one you're thinking of though okay. uh, I'm not talking about the uh, Jennifer Lopez uh, Vince Vaughn one um, I'm talking about the 2016 version uh, with John Cusack and Samuel L. Jackson based off a Stephen King book which um, I remember having the hardest time, like even finding this movie. Uh, and then, uh, you know, cause it, it seems like, you know, those are prominent actors, you know, it was uh, a little bit before the King Renaissance we find ourselves in now, but Stephen King's still a big name. Uh, oh yeah. Cause they've all been good in the last year. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I think it's definitely more popular than it has been in a oh, while. Sure, it's, yeah. Whether you like the movies or not, people are definitely banking on the name more. Uh, but you know, I, I, I'm not sure if he ever made it out into theaters or if they just kind of dumped it, but it took me forever to find it. And then when I finally watched it, it was just so bad. So the, the actual story is basically it's like a zombie thing, like um, this kind of zombie virus is spread through like uh, cell phones. And so a bunch of people that are like on their phones at this one point in time kind of turn to zombies and becomes a survival thing. And uh, it, it's not Stephen King's best book, but the book's like, OK, there's like some good ideas in it. So it's easy, easy enough read. And then. The movie, though, they just turn into like super boring and generic, uh, you know, and, and I guess this was kind of around the time of like, I don't know if zombie fatigue had necessarily fully set in yet, but um, the, I'm sure that they're probably still banking on like, you know, the zombie craze being a huge thing. And mm. so it does just a lot of like generic like tropes that you see in like The Walking Dead or whatever million zombie things were out at that time. And um yeah it's it's not it's not good i feel like <laughs> the 2016 zombie fatigue was already in full full effect yeah maybe that's one of the reasons why it's so bad that they're trying to uh kind of bank on something that's uh already mm. past its time yeah yeah that's cool uh i haven't seen it so i can't comment 
my number 14, and what's funny here is that my next movie is one that you've also mentioned before. And if I recall correctly, you had the same pair back to back because my next one is Truth or Dare. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Truth or Dare, of course, last year, Blumhouse doing their, their finest, as it were. Um, this is one where, like, again, you have the bland characters and you have this goofy concept, which feels like maybe there could be things here that, that work as a horror movie, but the actual truths and dares don't make a whole lot of sense, and they're very inconsistent with what the rules are, with how things count. Um, and then to top it all off, we have the most silly, like the, the way like, people are taken over by this like demon or spirit to ask people to do the truth or dare. <laughs> truth or dare. Like, you know, just really that, that, that tilted head, big goofy horror smile. Like the whole thing just comes, comes off. And it does these things where like the, you, the whole movie, it keeps teasing this idea that like the girl's best friend had sex with their boyfriend or something. Or no, 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 that's not what it is. It's that one of the dares is going to make them have sex. So, yeah. so they have to, uh, like, I don't know. It again, it, it's taking the the CW mixing it with an R-rated horror movie. I mean, if this even was R-rated, it probably was. But yeah, uh, yeah, like they they try to infuse a lot of drama into it, but like again, it's the characters are so bland and boring. It, you know, who cares <laughs> about their lives? <laughs> Yeah, so that truth of there had to be here for me, and I didn't know where I was going to put it in terms of height until I started arranging things. But it just it, it felt it felt wrong to put it any further down. So uh, that's number fourteen. What's your thirteen, Timmy? Uh, so you've had a lot of these on my, on your list, but I think this is my first one. Uh, thirteen is Howling, New Moon Rising. Uh, <laughs> so obviously, this is the line dancing Yeehaw! one, <laughs> which. Uh, you know, it, 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 I almost don't want to put it on the list because, uh, like, watching the movie is very bad, but going back and thinking about it, it is kind of funny that they <laughs> made this, like, horror franchise sequel. Like, somehow someone got the rights and then just made a movie to promote, like, his bar and band and stuff. Uh, <laughs> that is kind of funny. But it is still um, – it, it, it's funny to think about and maybe watch five minutes of, but watching the whole movie actually it's, it's, uh, it's, it's funny. Cons- it's funny conceptually, and it's funny for the it's like the first time it goes to the line dancing scene, and you realize yeah. we're going to be on this for five minutes. You're like, <laughs> it's not cutting away; it's just staying here watching the line dance. It's funny that first time you realize what this movie is. The rest of it is tedious and boring to get through. It is a nightmare. Yeah, and the, and again, like kind of mentioned with all the movies, like the you you shouldn't be able to count the in a werewolf movie like you shouldn't be able to count the number of minutes um that you see a werewolf oh. on like one hand well, not even and that one finger one finger <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh dear can, can i just can, can we just ask you this question tim sure. can you think of any other horror franchise where obviously you refer to like you know like the, if you talk about the hellraiser you're talking about the friday the 13th and with friday the 13th you know you say jason x is the, the space one can you think of any other franchise where you have something as ridiculous <laughs> as the lane dancing one <laughs> i i honestly can't you know, Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven is the carry one. You know, yeah. uh, like you know, Halloween uh, eight's the internet one, like you know, Resurrection. <laughs> but no, the lane dancing one. <laughs> Every franchise should have a lane dancing entry. Sure, <laughs> I'd be down for that. Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Twelve. <laughs> Fre- Fre- Freddy gets in line. 
my number 13 is another recent one is one we covered on the show um especially dumb. and again actually there's a trend here uh with some of my picks here where this has got another tv actor in it uh particularly in this case a tv actor from modern family this is satanic oh yes gee i forgot about this one yeah you're like, oh i should have been high on my list and i forgot about yeah. that um <laughs> uh, where they're on like a road trip in their van and they get something from this magic shop or something like i don't remember exactly how it started but yeah, I, I think like they go into this like you know occult satanic shop and are very like disrespectful to it, just like mm. look at these things, because they're just dumb, annoying kids. Yeah, the, char- oh, yeah, the characters in this were terrible, but it does this thing where early on they see something weird, like in a window, and right there when I'm oh. watching, it, I'm like, this is one of them at the end. Like, yeah. like I called exactly where it was going, like from the the, the first seconds, and the characters and their drama again, it's just bullshit. It's just them being annoying. You could tell, like, I really hate the this generic <laughs> wave of horror movies that we've had in the last few years. Um, like, like I I miss eighties generic because eighties generic I like. Yeah. I can get into eighties generic for the most part. Yeah, because uh, again, uh, at least there's stuff about it that stands out. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like which I guess sounds weird, but, you know, if you're talking about something being generic, but, um like i don't know there's still something about it that's entertaining or can kind of draw you in whereas you know the this generic kind of stuff that's you see nowadays it's like you know your eyes just roll in the back of your head like it's just everything you know just glosses over it's just so not fun yeah nothing about it's effective uh and it does that thing as well where it's like oh they're they're all marked for death so like you never really believe they've got a chance of winning or fighting back or anything like so there's no stakes there's no like you're just you're just waiting for the inevitable conclusion not in a funny way so uh that is satanic at number 13 what is your number 12 timmy Uh, so this is another one that's kind of sad um i I'm, i'm not sure if you've seen this uh we haven't done it on the show but uh it's a Dario Argento film called Dracula 3D, <laughs> which, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big Dario Argento fan. Like he's made some absolutely amazing movies, like some that are like my favorites uh, to watch and rewatch. Uh, but I guess he's one of those guys where the later years have, haven't been the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a relatively new movie. And I think I just, you know, stumbled upon it streaming and you see, whoa, Dario Gento, Dracula? All right, sign me up. Uh, and then what you get is this really weird, uh, like convoluted movie with just feels sleazy, a lot of topless women. And, um, you know, uh, Dracula like turns into a giant praying mantis, <laughs> which is like, uh, all right, I never thought I'd see that <laughs> in a movie, uh, but sure, whatever. Uh, I've I've not seen it, Timmy, but I I do want to mention here uh, Dracula 2000, which is not on my list because I genuinely couldn't remember it well enough to know how bad it was uh, or even how I felt watching it. But that's one that when we eventually do it, I feel like I'm going to tear it to shreds. But <laughs> not that Dracula 3D has anything to do with it, but it feels like it's part right, of that yeah. that that lineage. You know, uh, Dracula. I you know I guess that's the curse of a, a public domain character. Uh, you know, he has some really great uh versions uh like there's some you know dracula movies that you could probably say like oh yeah there's like one of the best horror movies ever made and then he has versions like this where uh it's just like 
sure. Uh, I guess someone made this. Uh, yeah. yeah, everyone's favorite, Dracula Dead and Loving It, of course. Sure, of course. Absolute yeah. classic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was your number 12, yes? Yes. Um, fun enough, I also have a vampire movie at number 12. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Number 12. And this is another Wes Craven movie, Vampire in Brooklyn. Vampire in Brooklyn, yeah. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Uh, this is one that I have not seen since I was probably, like, I might have not even been a teenager the last time I saw this. I might have been, like, 11. And it was so boring! I cannot even <laughs> begin to describe how boring this movie is from my memory. And it's one that I know eventually we'll do for the show, because just one people want to talk about. Maybe it'll be a bonus episode on, on Patreon. Um, I don't know, but like, Vampire in Brooklyn is just one of those movies where I, I think I watched it as a kid, because I, I think at the time I didn't even know who Wes Craven was. I think this was like pre-horror yeah. fandom when I first saw this. I watched it because I liked Eddie Murphy. I liked Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Right? That was the reason why I watched this movie. And I remember just being painfully, like, just uh, uninterested the entire time, not knowing what it was doing. And I, I like, I kind of like, almost am excited to rediscover how bad it is again when we eventually do it. But I'm also equally dreading it for obvious reasons, because bad movies are bad. And I know that no one's ever, like, because part of me thinks, oh, I was so young, though, maybe, maybe like, maybe I just didn't get it, right? But no one in, in my entire life, you know, in the last, like, almost 20 years... No one has, like, challenged my opinion. Not one person has said, no, 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 that movie's not that bad. Everyone goes, yeah, yeah, that was bad. Everyone just <laughs> seems to agree with me. So, yeah, Vampire in Brooklyn. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I put this on somewhat recently, maybe, like, a couple of months ago. I, I think I just had some time, and I was like, ah, let me just put on, like, a, a random horror movie, and it was streaming, and I was like, I haven't seen this in forever, and... um. I, I definitely didn't finish it, uh, but I... <laughs> Regular yeah, endorsement. I, I also, like, uh, I mean, I'd seen it when I was a kid, too, but I don't remember anything about it. But, um, yeah, I, I just remember it yeah, being super boring, and um, it, it is really weird. It is, it's kind of like, who's this for? It's not really, like, it doesn't feel like a full-on horror movie, I guess, but it's also, you know, Eddie Murphy, like, you know, it, he's not trying to be funny, so it's not like a comedy um yeah it's a it's a big miss on uh <laughs> every level mm-hmm. yeah um i i remember thinking he was miscast i didn't even know what the word miscast was when i saw this but i <laughs> feel like you back on it i definitely remember thinking that something along those lines so uh what is your number 11 <sighs> so it's uh it's one that i'm surprised we haven't talked <laughs> too much about yet on this list uh my number 11 is saw four <laughs> and um now, if you're wondering why I picked uh, number four, um, I don't know because <laughs> I, <laughs> I, you know, we both really hate this franchise, so I had to put it on the list. But I also felt like it would be cheap if I just like put all like what like six or seven movies in a row. Uh, so I just wanted to put one movie, and then um, yeah, I, I couldn't really tell you like what plots are in which one. Uh, I figured like the first one or two are not the worst, but I feel like four was definitely when it started to get like really convoluted. bad and convoluted. Yeah. yeah like, uh, like, you know, I, again, I'm not fans of the earlier ones, but I think you could at least make a case for those. Uh, yeah. At least maybe the first one or two being like, Oh, they're okay or whatever. But 
Yeah, I think by this point you're, we're in full swing and the, when they're doing all this stuff that we really hate and really like bending over backwards to make uh, you know the movie fit in with the other stuff. And it's uh, I just I, I hate it so much. And uh, I, I will say it's the only one I put on my list because uh, uh, I, I feel like I, I hate all the movies in like the same way. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I feel like, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't just continuously put them on there. But yeah, Saw 4, very bad, as are all Saw movies. I, I still have any Saw movies on my list. And the reason being is that they all kind of blur together. And like I can't really, sure. with any certainty, distinguish Saw 6 from Saw 7, from Saw 5 to Saw 4. <laughs> and yeah. like... And I, I don't know if like, any one of them stick, stick out to me on their own as being like, one of the worst things ever made. Um, so, but hey, I, I can respect it. I can respect it as a pick. Uh, my number... If I, like, oh. if I could put an asterisk or a parenthesis and put, like, like the whole Saw franchise in that one spot, I would, but... <laughs> yeah. Yes, the second worst horror franchise. Was Howling the, the first? Of course it is. Come on, Tim. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Uh, my number 11 is the 2010 version of the Wolfman. Ah, okay. Benicio Del Toro, Anthony Hopkins, two horrible-looking wolves <laughs> fighting into a fireplace, is what I don't from the ending. Um, this Because I'm not like, a huge fan of the original Wolfman. I think it's okay, but I think it's one of those Universal Monster movies that don't hold up that well. I think it's, mm. you know, it's, it's, it's a decent movie. I sure. think this remake takes everything I don't like about it and turn and just like amplifies all of it into a really boring, dull-looking movie that felt like it lasted like three hours, even though it's not even you know close to that. And like I I, I hated Del Toro's character. I, I I don't think I was ever engaged or cared about what he was going through or cared about his transformation. Um, the twist that Anthony Hopkins. I mean spoilers. The twist that Anthony Hopkins is also a werewolf just made me groan everything about it it was i saw this in theaters and i was miserable this was because i i had just got an unlimited card to see movies in the theater and i was going to see everything at the time and i just remember like being absolutely like soul destroyed by this i i i think i i well i i know i watched most of it honestly i don't know if i finished it because i really could not tell you anything about it. i really don't remember anything uh yeah but i remember not being very good and i <clears throat> i think the problem with like they're always trying to reboot these universal movies but they never like make them horror like, i feel like they always have mm. to be like super dramatic or actiony adventure kind of thing where you know it's like i mean i guess there are some instances instances where you can make that work but i would just like to really see uh someone just really be like no i'm just gonna make a cool like regular horror movie about it not you know try to mm-hmm. overblow it and make it some big thing uh you know i have a big hopes for the uh you know invisible man or invisible uh woman i don't know if it's man yeah Man? okay uh but yeah when, when that comes out I, i'm excited for that but yeah it's Lee Wano. <laughs> the funny thing is is that Invisible Man arguably was the one that was l- the least a horror movie of that original sure, batch because yeah. <laughs> we we just did it on uh, the Ace, and you know it's it's a, it's a dark comedy science fiction film like that's what it is, um, yeah. so no it's kind of cool that that's getting the horror <laughs> treatment but we'll see, we'll see. Was that your pick? 
Uh, oh, oh, oh no! Yeah, I was I was uh, talking about yours because yes, you, t- you did that's the worst right. Yeah, All right, so fine. we're on the my ten, right? Yeah, it's your number ten. Yeah. Uh, so wait, no, uh, no, I don't think you mentioned this yet. Uh, uh my number ten is the darkness. Uh, oh boy! I mean, what can we say about this movie other than uh, it, it really sucked. Uh, from the this for, was, uh, from the director of Wolf Creek. Oh right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. It is is dumb, boring, um, generic. Is I, I think at the the time we did it, I, I think like we both kind of agreed it might have been like one of the worst movies we've like done for the podcast. Oh yeah, it's, we absolutely did. It, it, it yeah. easily won worst of that year. It was uh, yeah. the editing was bad. The sound mixing wasn't good. There was like weird subplots with the daughter like making herself throw up. They kind of felt like they just disappeared after. Like, oh right, I forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> um, on top of just the, the generic horror stuff and the again the cultural appropriation of like you know yep. oh we found something in these native caves that followed us back you know yeah. kind of thing. Rough time. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know like why it's so difficult to like if you're gonna make a horror movie about like these different cultures or whatever like maybe have the culture involved like i don't know why you know it always like ends up being like the whitest family ever that's like you know ends up having to like solve these things but mm-hmm. whatever <laughs> yep hope kevin bacon got paid for that one sure he, he must have been doing someone a favor my number 10 is one that you have mentioned before it is let me get down in one knee because i'm about to put some <laughs> rings on that finger <laughs> rings nice. yes i i don't even I, I just like i'm pretty sure i said this in the last part when you brought it up but i feel like i just i remember being angry about how the entire <laughs> last act would not happen at all if they just actually tried phoning each other and it's not like it's set in the past it's not like it's it, it's set present day at the time of release they have smartphones they can do this come on now um and you get the idiot from Big Bang Theory again. TV actor. What is it with TV actors and horror movies? This is such a trend. Um, like, especially I feel like with um, like with sitcom people who are like typecast as being funny or whatever. I feel like they always mm. want to break out and do something like serious and stuff. Because you can tell he was trying so hard to be cool in this movie. He was like, you know, the college professor like sleeping with his students and stuff. Like, it, it, and it came off so annoying. Yep. Yep. And then. Yeah, and this is one where they redid a lot of it, you know, because I think you saw like an early cut because it got delayed for like four months, and then yeah. you had to see it again. Yeah, I was I was super pissed because uh yeah I saw like a sneak preview thing, but I was like oh this will be cool, and then we'll do it on the show in like two weeks or whatever, and then it got like pushed back like four months, so I was like oh, crap, now I'm gonna have to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was nature's cool and mostly nature. That that was. <laughs> whatever company made it, it's cruel joke yeah. <laughs> on, on on poor timmy i yeah this was one where i i, I felt bad going into it i knew it was going to suck and obviously people say don't go in with you know you know expectations like that don't go in already judging sure. it like and yeah there's a good reason to say that but here's the thing i feel like any movie at least for me i can say this for me any movie that is going to win me over just because it's actually better than I think it is, we'll do that regardless of how much I think I'm going to hate it beforehand. It'll just do it. Sure. If a movie's good yeah. enough, it'll win me over, right? Yeah. Like, I won't be stubborn and stick to what I thought it was going to be if it ends up being something different. But 
regardless, this this movie was exactly as sucky as I thought it was going to be, and I yeah, tenth tenth worst. So there you go, <laughs> Tim. What's your number nine? Uh, so it's one that you uh, have already mentioned before, and that would be The Gallows. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, similar for you know, the reasons why you put it on the list, uh, you know, for as much hate as found footage movies get, not a lot of found footage on this list. Uh, but when you do think of, like, the things that are wrong with found footage, like, definitely The Gallows is, like, a big example of, you know all the annoying tropes and stuff like um you know people filming when they don't need to be like just dumb boring characters and then um yeah like the scares were just boring and generic and uh yeah it's just very bad and forgettable which um who knows we might not even have remembered it if we weren't cursed with having to watch a sequel very soon (laughs) like seriously like out of everything in the world like why a sequel to this movie i'm assuming it probably like you know costs like 15 bucks to make so i guess that's why but (laughs) oh and uh and of course like the biggest um you know uh trope of all especially with found footage movies uh that i hate is the uh one last jump scare at the end Uh, especially egregious in in this movie so stupid yeah um the only good thing i'll say about it is that the trailer had a really good cover of Smells of Teen Spirit that I quite enjoyed. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like a female singer, piano version of Smells of Teen Spirit. It was, it was an interesting take. Uh, the movie itself, absolute garbage, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Points for the trailer. Uh, my number nine is another relatively new film we did on the show. Fills a lot <laughs> in my boxes for hatred. It is called The Other Side of the Door. Oh, right. Jesus. Yeah. Another TV actor from Walking Dead, <laughs> Sarah Wayne Callis, or whatever her name is. Um, like, they're in India and her son gets killed. It's basically a pet cemetery mixed with. I don't know. Something else. <laughs> pet cemetery. <laughs> it's, pet, it's, it's pet cemetery, but without, like. Anything interesting going on. <laughs> you could put it that way you could put it that way sure. um i like it's one of those things where like the way it uses the <laughs> culture and the idea that someone's like oh i know someone who can talk to you because this is more normal here but whatever you do you mustn't open the door or whatever the rule was but of course what does she do she opens the door and the evil spirit gets out and from there it's just the same as you know it's, it's the same as the darkness it's just the same as uh satanic or friend requests same, every single yeah. other movie uh, made in the last five ten years with a supernatural entity it's the same crap that happens um but it, it, but it's a but it, it can't even be a goofy movie because the whole thing's based around someone losing their son so it has to be depressing uh yeah. but without actually the drama being good to actually care about the characters so <sighs> yeah that, that is what's always like frustrating uh in these movies where like um it, it's so stupid that someone would be like uh, you know, there is this thing where there's a good chance you could like unleash hell upon the world, but <laughs> I feel so bad for you, so I will tell you how to do it. But be careful, just don't, just you know, try not to do this thing that you're almost certainly going to do. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I think at least Pet Cemetery does it well, where like, um, you know, it, it starts off with like, okay, yeah, you're doing this first for your cat, where. 
you know, the stakes are a lot lower and like, it's still dumb of Judd to, you know, tell him to do it. But at least like, it's reasonable that he might be like, uh, for this whole cat thing and stuff. And then it escalates, you know, with, with a kid and everything. But yeah, w- with this movie is just so like, why are you telling them this? This is so bad. Yep. Garbage. Number eight, Tammy. All right. Uh, so another video game adaptation on my list. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, again, sometimes you look at someone's work and you're like, I, I feel like this guy needs to be represented on here somewhere. Uh, Super Bowl. This, Super Bowl. And it's Super Bowl. It is. It is. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so he obviously every movie he's done is horrible. Uh, but I, I think maybe maybe one of the worst or maybe it's i think of it as the worst because uh, it's the first movie i saw of his but it's a uh, house of the dead so uh, similar to like the resident evil movie like you know maybe people might be like oh it's a little more actiony than horror or whatever but still you know it's like a zombie movie but it's just done so poorly like yuva bowl is just so bad dude <laughs> he uh, yeah, I don't like to be too harsh on people, but he's just someone that should never, ever be behind a camera uh, uh, in any circumstance. I want to point out here, I've only seen one of the Bull film, and it was something that the patrons voted on because we had a goal, and <laughs> it was Blood Rain. And I want to make it clear, I was not counting that as a horror film, which is why it's not on my list. Not because it's not one of the absolute... I'll be honest, if, the, if, I, if, I, if I counted that as a horror film, it may be number one. <laughs> because it's that bad it is that difficult to watch that it may actually be at the top of the list so i'm making that clear but I, yes i yeah i i, I could have possibly had this higher but it's been so, a lot pretty long time since i've seen it the pain uh, is the pain is numbed a little bit <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like i i guess at, at the so maybe at, at, like the one thing i'll say for it is like um i I played some of like the House of the Dead arcade games, and I think they're fun, but I don't have an attachment to the franchise or anything. So maybe it might hurt more if I was like a big House of the Dead fan. But mm. uh, since I'm not, it, it, you know, it, at least the movie kind of feels harmless. It's just like a bad movie that was here and there, uh, forgotten. But who oh boy, if we ever do it, uh, look out for that episode. <laughs> There's G over there. <laughs> I believe that's the line of dialogue from House of the Dead too video game <laughs> I, I can i can see it <laughs> okay worst voice acting in the original resident evil uh, as i understand <laughs> it uh so that was your number eight my number eight is uh one that you've brought up before and it is ouija or ouija or luigi yeah <laughs> um, i mean i this is one of these ones where like I can I can smell these movies coming, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at a point now where I can see the trailer and I know exactly it's one of these movies. It's, it's what you know, Ouija. It's friend request. It's truth or dare. It's satanic. It's one of these things, yeah. and this. I mean, it's it, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but we've gotten to the point where like, you know, we always leave a little bit of room to be surprised, but I think we can tell when we watch a yes. trailer, like. It's going to be one of those. We can sense it. We can smell <laughs> it in the war. And it's one of the things, it's, it's, it's more forgettable than some of these other ones. I, I remember, like, uh, I guess Olivia cooking this. She's, like, going to, like, meet some old woman who's, like, already dealt with it or something. I don't know. Like, I, I've, <laughs> I've happily forgotten the plot, but I just... 
I think like her does her sister die and then like they're trying to figure out like why by using the Ouija board and there's all mm. these rules that they're breaking and then there's a thing with the ghost where like her lips are sewn shut and they have to um like open it up <laughs> or something um yeah, it's there's a lot of dumb stuff. I, I think the old lady you're, you're talking about, I think, was Lynn Shea. She was like in like an insane asylum or something. Yeah, I remember going to visit her, and I remember, <laughs> like, wasn't the end? I mean, spoilers here, but isn't the ending something like the two sisters end up like in the asylum together or something like that? Or it it might have been. Uh, it, it's a little hard because I, I feel like I'm getting might be getting some of it confused with the sequel, which I, I yes. like the sequel a lot more. Um, and I, I feel like that has a more memorable storyline. The sequel was good until the last 10 minutes when it had to just make it all fit the first Tie film. Tie into everything. Yeah, because yeah. it was a prequel, remember. So, right. of course, the characters in the first one have to become characters that we know of in the first one, and that just kind of ruined the ending for me. But um, yeah. there was good stuff in there, for sure. It was definitely a much better movie. But, nah, yeah. we just... I, like... Mm. Mm. everything i've said i'm a broken record at this point bland characters bullshit horror moments cgi like i could go on and on and on tim motion number seven. Oh boy uh i'll, I'll be shocked if this isn't uh on your list at some point mm-hmm. uh, my number seven is and Pete, i'm gonna i'm gonna give you some instructions here because i want you to uh, mm-hmm. Don't think it, don't say it. I, <laughs> you know, I'm having. I, <laughs> don't think it, don't say it, don't see yeah, it. So I, 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 yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, they're just setting, they're setting themselves up with a tagline like that. Uh, but of course, number seven is the uh, indisputable bye bye man. Uh, <clears throat> this was like, this this movie is absolutely insane. Like the one thing I will give the credit for this movie is again, it has a lot of the bullshit that we talked about with all these other movies that makes it bad. But at least this one, like the story is so goddamn ridiculous that I, I feel like it, it does stand out more. Uh, but at the same time, it is like infuriatingly nonsensical. <laughs> um, it's, I, I don't know. It, it's really bad. I, I will give it like, I'll probably, this will probably be the one on my list that if I had to watch again, I'd probably laugh at the most. So like, I will give it that, but it is still so goddamn bad. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I'd say something, Tim, but we both know I'm going to have it on my list at some point. So I'm going to save my thoughts yeah. for that. <laughs> the, I, maybe the one saving grace I will give it is, uh, you know, that there was a brief time on the internet where, <laughs> the Babadook became uh, like a gay icon and a lot of people were shipping Babadook and the Bye Bye Man. Mm-hmm. Um, although, but I, I think, I, I think they ended up breaking up and then uh, Babadook started going out with Pennywise, I, I think is what people on the internet were saying. So, I, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I would, but I, I mean, that, that's like the one good thing I'll, I'll say about it is at least, um, <laughs> It had a good taste in partners. I did not keep up with my uh, my uh, my LGBT uh, Babadook lore. I have to admit, um, I do. I do love how that started, though. How like Netflix just accidentally put yeah. it in the the uh, the 
you know the the, the queer section yeah. like the queer role <laughs> and then everyone's just like, sort of rolled with it and like the gay community were like yeah let's just own this yeah, yeah babadook's our gay icon now um yeah. like, I, I usually don't get in, into like internet things like that but that was like a fun time <laughs> so, you know, that stuff. <laughs> okay uh, my number seven suitably i think it is this is my fourth entry in this franchise the howling seven <laughs> New Moon <laughs> Rising, <laughs> the lane dancing one, where the, where the main yeah. one of the main characters from Five came back and is like the main werewolf, but is also into lane dancing. And this is such a laid back movie. Like at the top of being lane dancing movie, like it's just a film where he casually makes small talk with the, the locals and then like does get suspected eventually of something, but there's like no like drive or build or tension or anything. It's just like. So much of it is just people hanging out and talking, like in a bar and like that kind of stuff. It's so weird. It's like a line dancing mumblecore werewolf movie, <laughs> which like is, is such a crazy mishmash that it you all you almost feel like intrigued, like oh I kind of want to see that. Except for when you watch this, you're like I didn't need to see this. Boring. <laughs> Boring. What's your number six, Timmy? Ah, <sighs> so. My number six is A Nightmare on Elm Street, which I know you're probably like, wait a minute, I thought like, you said that's like one of your favorite movies of all time. And uh, let me correct you. Uh, I'm talking about A Nightmare on Elm Street, the 2010 version. Yeah, Tim, uh, I think we're familiar with the concept of remakes in a horror movie list, okay? <laughs> like, I, I kind of assumed it wasn't the original. <laughs> it's, uh, well, I forget, you said you never saw this, right? No, I've never seen it. When we do it for the, the show, but the first time I see it. Yeah, and, and it's been a while since I've seen it, so, uh, I mean, in a weird way, I'm looking forward to revisiting just to, again, see how bad it was and have a discussion about it, but, man, it, it is so annoyingly bad, and, um, I mean, Jackie, uh, Earl Haley, whatever his name is, uh, he doesn't seem like a bad choice uh, for Freddy, but, I mean, when you watch it, you, you just, you can't help but miss, you know, Robert England and uh you know it, it's trying to be so deadly serious and like uses so much bad cgi and like you know it, at least if you're going to be using cgi and stuff you think they could like really try to go big with the dream sequences and do crazy stuff but it really ends up just being very boring bland kind of kills and uh you know just tries to be like super dark and it's very very bad so horrible horrible like a uh, remake like because a, a lot of the other bigger remakes i feel like you know sometimes we can be like kind of positive on like you know the friday the 13th one is like oh yeah it's not surprisingly not like too bad but um yeah this one was like woof, this is <laughs> what bad remakes are woof yeah <laughs> woof, woof. um my number six is a film that was like way back at the start of the show i think we did Ooh. do these movies and i remember you fighting me on this i think was it sinister Sinister 2. <laughs> was it? I have vague memories of you like, giving me shit for hating that. Is, is that a thing? Do you still stick up yeah, for probably. us? Probably. Uh, you know, I do kind of like Sinister 2. <laughs> or at least uh, at the time I watched it. Maybe we'll have to revisit it. Um, oh. I don't know. I thought there was something cool. Oh, yeah, honestly, <laughs> anything in those first 40, 50 episodes is fair game to redo because <laughs> those were dark times and we weren't very good at this yet. Um but like it's not my favorite thing in the world but i'll like i think i'll 
slightly (laughs) (laughs) no i just remember being like so uninterested in the main character and his plight um and i remember it having like because sinister does that thing at the end of the first movie as well there's that one final jump scare where all it is is something to be a jump scare there's like no even illusion that it's meant to be just a normal scene or anything else it's just hey you're staring at this thing because there's going to be a jump scare in a second wait for it wait for it wait for it (laughs) and two does the same thing and it upset me dearly. Not that's the illusion why I dislike it. I dislike the whole thing. Um, and I think I dislike the second one more because I saw it in theaters because it was a new release at the time. And like, and if I remember correctly, the like a very minor character from the first movie who was kind of like the dumb bubbling sheriff kind of becomes like the main character in this one. Oh, I think it was the sheriff. It was like the deputy. But yeah, he came around yeah. the house or something in the first one, and now he's like the main character. Yeah. And he's all—he's all like—he's got like—he's like a tortured soul because he's dealing with all this shit, looking into these snuff films that have been, you know, hurting people and or whatnot. Um, Sinister's such a like the, the I don't even like the first one. The first one is a bad movie, I think. Not not bad enough to be on my list, but like I, I thought it was such a missed opportunity with the, the snuff film concept. Uh, it just like it turned into just a generic movie after that stuff, and it, it two was just generic all the way through. It didn't have it. It just didn't have it, Tim. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, maybe one, one day we'll have to revisit them. Before the boy, there was Sinister Two. <laughs> <laughs> What's your number five? Uh, number five, man. This one, this is another one that it makes me angry just thinking about, and that is, uh, and you probably wouldn't have thought that I'd have one of these movies on my list, but uh, Leprechaun Origins. Uh, so. Obviously, the you know first uh, you know six Leprechaun movies are you know pretty untouchable. They're all great, mm-hmm. um, and then they, for some reason, like the WWE gets a hold <laughs> of the license. No, do you know what it is, Tim? I can tell you. I can tell you why. I can tell you okay. why. Because they had a, a little you know a little person wrestler, not who went by the name of Hornswoggle, and right. they wanted to put him in a movie. And what's the one franchise they could think of where a little person would be perfect for the role? Of Leprechaun. Course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I mean, you know, I, I'm sure this horn swoggle fella is a great guy. I don't, I don't know him personally or anything, but <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. You cannot hold a candle to Warwick Davis's shoes or <laughs> whatever the saying is. Did, uh, did, Tim, did Warwick Davis come back for the new one? He unfortunately did not, but the the person in the new one uh, I actually did think was much much better than uh, Hornswoggle was sure. uh, in Origins. <laughs> um, yeah, Origins is so 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 bad. Like, you know, like obviously the original Leprechaun movies are very cheesy and dumb, but I think in a very fun way. Uh, cheesy, Origins- dumb. These aren't <laughs> Leprechaun movies I've seen, Tim. <laughs> I mean, it may, it may surprise you, but there is a little bit of like cheekiness to him. But <laughs> this movie, it's like taking itself so seriously, and again, it's trying to be like that dark and gritty thing, uh, which is like, come on, like this isn't the Leprechaun movie uh, that I want. And it's, I mean, it, again, like you know, for the same reason why I don't like the Nightmare on Elm Street remake is it's, yeah, just trying to, you know, like redo a thing that was already perfect when it first came out oh god tim 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 leprechaun you're telling me leprechaun was already perfect they nailed it in one that's what i'm saying (laughs) and then you know you you can't improve on perfection and 
yeah, you know, well, what was two then? The what was two then? Uh, it it was uh, it was still perfection. It's three. They, they yeah, well, they start at the top and then it's just a straight line of greatness until they get to this movie and then it's a big drop down. Do you know, I bet people are going to be disappointed. There's no Leprechaun three review this month, and there was going to be at one point, and we had to push it for for other things. Um, but I think people are waiting with bated breath because. I think I think our Leprechaun one and two reviews have been well loved by our our fan base. So, I, I mean, hey, you don't have to twist my arm to watch a Leprechaun movie again. I'll whenever we get a chance to do three, I will be there. Threes are coming. Threes are coming. Do you <laughs> know what? I promise we'll get three out before the end of the year, right? I'll make a promise to the fans right now that we'll get Leprechaun three out before the end of the year. Viva Las Vegas! I'm regretting my decision already. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> you done that Leprechaun Origins? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's why it's silent. My number five is probably the newest film, not in terms of release, but the newest one in terms of when I saw it. Okay. This is by far the most recent thing I have watched that's on this list. In fact, the I review... it's a howling movie. And the review for this went up less than a week ago as part of the Octoberthon. <laughs> and it is indeed The Howling Reborn. <laughs> The only reason why uh, that I don't have this on my list is because, uh, yeah, it was, it was too recent. I didn't feel like updating <laughs> my list after we watched it, but oh God, oh boy. <laughs> oh my God. This, this, is a, this is a reboot of The Howling, which is inspired because Twilight was making a lot of money. So they wanted to do a Twilight version of The Howling, and this is what we got. We got The Howling Reborn, and okay, let me just tell you, let me just tell you, this is a franchise where the previous entry was referred to as the line dancing one, one that we have both <laughs> mentioned on our lists. And somehow, somehow, some way, they made a worse film. They made something that I would put below the previous four entries, all of which were garbage. All of which, I had Helling 4 on here, I had 5 on here, I had 6 on here, I had 7 on here. I had the last four Helling movies on this list. This is the fifth one. <laughs> Five in a row. And you'll notice as well that they're in order. The first one I had was four. And then a bit worse than that was five. A bit worse than that was six. A bit worse than that was seven. And a bit worse than that is The Howling Reborn, which easily makes this the worst horror franchise in the history of horror franchises because <laughs> the level of quality, which was not even that great to begin with, but from four onwards is absolute trash. And this movie takes it and turns it into a Twilight wannabe with lots of like you know, sappy pop music, um, a main character who's meant to be the sensitive guy who the girls are all going to like, even though he's really shy. But he looks like Harry Potter. It's full of teen romance. The werewolf stuff is laughable mm. at best. Yeah, th th this was uh, so goddamn bad. I mean, yeah, d definitely go back and, you know, check the, the full review on it. But man, uh, what's interesting about all the movies, like I, I wouldn't, argue with you having all of them on your list because they are all very bad but they're all very bad in like different ways they like, are. i feel like you know when you can like i mean obviously they all have you know very similar things in uh in common but uh there's also like so much different stuff that you can point out it's like like you said like yeah this is the uh line dancing one this is the twilight ripoff this is the one that was so dark i couldn't see <laughs> like <laughs> they all have like something like uniquely bad about them 
Yeah, four is the slow remake of the first one. Five is the one that's so dark you can't see. Six is the one where it's a werewolf drifter versus like Satan, but it's boring. <laughs> Seven is the line dancing one. Eight is the Twilight ripoff. <sighs> what a franchise! So, so sad. <laughs> what a franchise! Yes, we had a seventy-five minute review of this. You can go check that out. Uh, what's sad is if they do end up like putting out like uh like a comprehensive like box set of all the movies i'll probably still buy it <laughs> <laughs> don't do it tim don't do it i think i'll try I'll... i think scream factory put out two and three yeah, think... that's all you need yeah obviously one's out as well you don't need anything past those yeah. um okay what's your number four uh so you already mentioned this um my number four is Green Inferno. Um, <laughs> yeah, th- th- this is just god awful. Uh, it's uh, again, it's something that makes me mad. I felt like my time was wasted watching it. The the direction's bad. Uh, like it looks cheap. That I'm sorry, but the actors are not very good. Um, the storyline is so like laughable in parts. Like again, like yeah, you know. Uh, a guy just like randomly masturbating at one point uh, is is so stupid, and and even I even hated when you would hear like Eli Roth talk about it because uh, whenever you know he did like stuff about the movie, he always said like, yeah, I got this idea, like what would it be like if cannibals got the munchies, and like that's just such a stupid stonery idea for a movie that just doesn't work, and uh, and again like yeah like you know there's weird cultural stuff and like. Uh, it, I, it it did seem like it had like weird ideas where where like the um, like you know like uh, uh, environmentalists were kind of like the bad guys and the like corporation like ends up saving them in the end. That's like the like the company that's like destroying the rainforest like ends up saving them. Like what the hell mm-hmm. is that saying? And then uh, and yeah, you mentioned like the horrible like end mid credit scene, but also remember in the credits how everyone had their Twitter handles. Twitter oh handles yeah, next to him. Like, you're right. That's so goddamn stupid. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> like, uh, like obviously it doesn't really affect the movie, but it just stands out to me as just like something really dumb. And the, the thing but, about the, the, the post credits, you know, the mid credits scene always gets me is that it again, it's, it's like like a, a spy movie where there's like satellite footage and stuff, yeah. and like it zooms into <laughs> something on the like the location, and it's so weird and out of tone with the rest of it. No, no, can't fault it. Can't fault it. And. uh and and also you know I, I gotta give it credit that it, we we still get uh, hates uh, or hateful comments we do. on our review of this one. We do. We we literally get told "f you" or some variation thereof in multiple languages like every week, like yeah. multiple times a week, which is easily very bizarre. <laughs> yep. Some people are really upset as um, my number four. Don't think it. <laughs> Oh. Don't see it. <laughs> oh no! Be careful. <laughs> the Bye Bye Man, the movie in which if someone utters the words "The Bye Bye Man," the Bye Bye Man will appear and like kill them or whatever. My favorite part of this, and I say favorite, uh, ironically of course, uh, is that at one point someone goes to the library because no one has a computer at home. Because why would they have a computer at home in 2017? <laughs> but someone goes to the library. And searches on Google, or their fake version of Google, the bye-bye man. And it turns up with zero results. It says, Google says to them, 
there are zero matches for this term. And you're telling me that the phrase the bye-bye man, which are three or two very common words, in fact, wouldn't find something? <laughs> yeah. And no. that's insane. <laughs> no. No movie. No. And I, I was alone in the theatre for this. I remember sitting there and just constantly looking at my, my phone to see what time it was. To Like, are we nearly done yet? Is it almost over? How much time do I have left? I was desperate to get out of there. I, I remember this was the theater, uh, which w w it was actually fairly packed. It was a lot of young kids, but they were like, like uh, I remember someone had a basketball that they kept dribbling throughout <laughs> the movie. Another person had a skateboard that they were like riding up and down on. It was crazy. <laughs> it's more eventful in the movie, as at least. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, that's the bye bye man. You knew it was coming. Yeah. You knew it was coming. Don't think it. Don't don't see it. Don't see it. Don't believe it. Don't. <laughs> Don't, don't do it. Just don't do it. Uh, Tab, what's your number three? Uh, so my number three is uh, something that we'll probably have to end up doing soon because we just did the first one recently. Um, but uh, again, this is a movie that like, oh, just makes me angry thinking about it. And that is Creep Show Three. Oh. So, um, you know the uh, you know our uh, you know first Creep Show. Uh, movie review went up earlier in the month and um you know spoiler alert for that it, i love it it's like one of my favorite movies uh the sequel i think is still really good um you know and i think the sequel is you know fairly soon after the first one um you know like they were both 80s mm -hmm. movies and then um i've heard pretty it, much have i've heard good things about the second one i've never seen it though it's um the well i mean we'll go into it because we'll probably do a review for it shortly but i uh i i like it, it, it it's a it's a shame that there's like a lot less stories like there's only like three stories mm. so um but yeah uh so then but this is one of those things though where like yeah you know it, it's kind of two movies and then that was it for a long time and then out of nowhere they made a third one in like a straight to dvd thing in like the early 2000s maybe early mid 2000s or so uh, and again, it was just one of those ones where like, you know, no one had ever heard of it. And then all of a sudden, like you're at Blockbuster and it's like, oh shit, like a creep show three, like hell yeah. And it is so, so bad. Um, the quality is horrible. The stories are awful. The special effects are bad. Um, it's like, doesn't make any sense. It's absolutely infuriating. It's really, really bad. It I, I don't know what happened, but it had to have been like some random dude. And I, and I think it's you kind of see this like with a lot of the movies like we mentioned, but like some random person must have gotten like the rights to this somehow and just made the worst movie possible. It is so effing bad. <laughs> like, ugh. It's like, you know, on a very, uh, like, you know, like with bad movies, we always talk about like, you know, the technical levels where it's like, uh, okay, like, you know, a lot of this was dumb, but hey, at least the person knew how to, like, light it and where to point the camera and stuff. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like this is one of those ones where it's, like, even on a very technical basis, like, it is not up to par with how you should make a movie. It's <sighs> very, very, very awful. <laughs> well, well, my number three <laughs> is one that you've mentioned. Okay. The Darkness. Yes. <laughs> That's because this movie was like a one out of ten. You know, I remember getting to the end of that review and being like, "This might be the worst feeling thing we've ever reviewed." It is absolute garbage, and we'd seen some garbage that year. 
but this somehow <laughs> topped all of it and I, I feel like like just the, the editing wasn't right you know beyond the, the plot being bad and beyond the, the generic scares and the, all the stuff that we usually complain about in these movies which you know gets it quite low in the in the rating system this movie wasn't even edited properly I, I was noticing weird edits and things that just didn't feel like they flowed very well and it's just it's just yeah it's just just a frustrating time so um i think give it credit for like standing out in like uh a sea of like you know uh generic mediocre movies sure. that somehow managed to like stand out as the worst of them <laughs> yeah i feel like the darkness and the bye-bye man are kind of that back to back right darkness was 2016 yeah. bye-bye man was 2017 for both of them it was like no they're clearly the worst of the, of yeah. the bunch <laughs> and there's not really much competition um well, there's a lot of competition, but it's, they're clearly the ones that are winning. <laughs> yeah, because like, yeah, like when like when we talked about other stuff, like you know, we both had like you know, Truth or Dare or Friend Request or whatever, mm. or, you know, kind of close together because they're both bad, but they're very like, uh, which one's worse? I don't know, like whatever. But yeah, this one, it it was just like, yeah, for some reason, it just stands out <laughs> above everything else as just being so bad. Yep. Which leads us to Tim's number two. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I, I bet if people know us, uh, and especially probably you more than me, like there's probably something that's been a little you know, conspicuously absent. <laughs> something that's not popped up yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna make a prediction. I'm gonna guess that this is your number one, but we'll see. We'll see. But mm-hmm. my number two is Halloween. And, and again, I gotta. I know you're probably thinking like, oh wait, you you're pretty positive on Halloween we did before, but I'm talking about the 2007 version um and, and again it's funny that now we have to differentiate between the three different <laughs> versions <laughs> it was 2018 um, now as well yeah uh but no i mean yeah obviously uh you know i had a couple other rob zombie movies on uh you know the list here um you know i don't like his aesthetic i don't like you know, what he does and this is just you know you take a you know a classic uh a great movie that didn't need any type of updating or whatever but you just managed to take everything that was good about it and like flip it over and, and make it bad uh, spending too much time going into the backstory and having like unlikable characters that are just like constantly talking like the way no one does in real life <laughs> where they're like you know like fingering bagels <laughs> at the breakfast table from their parents <laughs> like uh you know versus uh you know like jamie lee curtis in the first movie who you're like oh i I like this person they seem like a cool person to hang out with where the characters in this movie are just constantly like i'm gonna swear and talk about sex and f you man like it's like jesus christ um yeah it's absolutely awful Well, it looks like we're doing two movies on Halloween, Tim, because my number two is <laughs> Halloween 2007, directed by Rob Zombie. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I'm glad it happened at least once, although it just make me wonder what your number one's going to be. Well, uh, I mean, <laughs> like, I Halloween 2007 is, is this slap in the face of, of the original film, it like it takes Michael Myers, tries to explain why he is the way he is. It takes all the mystique out of him. He's like, "Oh no, his dad's a a drunk, and his mom's a stripper, and his sister's a slut, and that's why he's this way. He's he's trailer trash, and that's why he's like this." It is such an unpleasant film from start to finish, and it. Does, I think unpleasant's a very good word for it. Yeah, there's, there's the majesty. Like when you, when you watch Halloween '78, right? You watch the original. There's a majestic 
quality the, the camera work gauge you through it it's so confident it's so you feel like you're part of a of a of a dance a dance that has that has been rehearsed and is understood and you're you're in part of a tapestry of a very simple story that is executed flawlessly and halloween 2007 shits all over it with a giant turd yeah <laughs> yeah disrespect um so yeah and, and i think uh, that's kind of one of the reasons why i had it higher on the list because like um you know something like uh you know the bye bye man like obviously it's very bad but at least it's not like ruining anything or tainting anything versus this mm. where it's like okay not only is this an awful horrible movie but you're like absolutely shitting on one of the best horror movies ever made so yeah Ugh. so uh leprechaun 3 on halloween then on top of the shining <laughs> uh, you know what? i <laughs> I, uh, you know, it, it, it's extra work, but I, I think we can probably make that happen. <laughs> I think we could do it. I, I think we could yeah. do it. I mean, I've already thought in my head how we schedule it, Tim. But I'll talk to you afterwards. It's fine. Okay. Um, get, get the Leprechaun 3 treat. Um, what have I agreed to? Why am I agreeing to this? Why am I suggesting this? That's a very good question. <laughs> I just love the idea. Start doing all the bad movies, you want to do something good. Yeah, I love the idea though of just you making this promise. We'll do something special if we have both have something at the same number. And I'm like, yes, it happened right at the last second. Oh dear. Right. So yeah, number two for both of us: Halloween, Rob Zombie, 2007, absolute garbage. What's your number one, Timmy? In fact, no, before you say number one, yeah. recap time. You have to okay. go start at number 50 and just list your whole thing and then end with number one. Okay. There you go. Okay, so starting at number 50, I had Cannibal Holocaust, Phantasm Ravager, Annabelle, Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones, Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2, 31, Friday the 13th, A New Beginning, The Ward, Resident Evil, Chud, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, Leatherface, Rings, Ouija, Halloween Resurrection, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, The Ring 2, Pet Cemetery, 2019, House of a Thousand Corpses, The Last House on the Left, 1972, Wish Upon, Friend Request, uh, Truth or Dare, VHS Viral, Evil Tunes, Ghost Stories, Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday, The Visit, Screen 3, The Forest, Wolf and Ring, Ringu Zero, Book of Blood, Haunting in Connecticut 2, Ghosts of Georgia, Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the Beginning, American Werewolf in Paris, Cell 2016, Howling, The New Moon Rising, Dracula 3D, Saw 4, Darkness, Gallows, House of Dead, Bye Bye Man, Nightmare on Elm Street 2010, Leprechaun Origins, Green and Furrow, Creepshow 3, Halloween 2007, and... Number one. Cabin Fever 2016. Whoa! Um, <laughs> oh, I did not see that coming. So here's the thing. So this movie is obviously very, very bad. The reason why it's my number one is because it's also the most pointless movie that's ever made. Because it is a like an exact remake like they took first of all it's a remake of a movie that was not that old like it was what maybe 10 ish years old at that point like maybe less than that i don't i don't know uh cabin fever uh, i think was 2005 or what i say okay so the, yeah is so it was 11 years old yeah yeah so it's not even that old uh and it's not like something that it was it's not like there's anything crazy about it that it would need to be remade. Like it's not like it's based on a book and it's missing stuff or that there's big budget stuff that they weren't able to do. Uh, but they like remade it using the same exact script and then just on like a lower budget. So it's like a remake 
of a at best maybe an okay movie with but using like less talented filmmakers and actors and the same exact script and it's so goddamn dumb like what is the point of that like it it makes absolutely no sense <laughs> I, I mean i hate it too i if i to truth be told i actually this was on like my initial draft and it got cut from so so for me this is like number 54 or something like that like yeah. like you know i, I did not I, like it it's yeah it, it's like i mean maybe you can say like some of these other movies are are, are more are, are worse or, or whatever but the reason why it's my number one again is just the utter pointlessness of it like the like uh you know halloween at least again i don't like it it's very stupid but I mean, I, I guess I see why they re- remade it, even though it, you know, it's an utter failure. I, I can see what they were trying to doing, uh, what they were trying to do, even though it, <laughs> it sucked. This, I, I don't understand the point of it whatsoever. It is so dumb and needless, and the fact that there's like really good movies out there that don't get made, and for some reason this was made, is dumb. <laughs> it's a, it's an unjust world. <laughs> Whoa! I did not expect that, Timmy. <laughs> I'm not it, it, yeah it yeah it's i mean there might be other movies that make me like matter when i think about them but uh well um, this one makes me really mad too <laughs> just it's so so stupid also I have to why cr- did they make this pete i want i want answers why was it why is this a thing <laughs> i don't have answers for you Tommy. we're gonna have to <laughs> we're gonna have to like find eli roth and like tie him up and ask him <sighs> Completely. I suppose. <laughs> uh, I have to correct myself. I said earlier on that uh, the Helling sequels, I went in order. That's not entirely true, actually. I said four was worse than five, which I actually stand okay. by that I'm thinking about it. But, um, so I'll recap. Number 50, Helling 5, Rebirth. 49, Cursed. 48, I still know what you did last summer. 47, Urban Legends, Final Cut. 46, Nail Gun Massacre. 45, Dead Silence. 44, The Boy. You heard me. The 43, Crimson Peak. 42, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. 41, Phantasm Ravager. 40, 31. 39, The Nun. 38, The Haunting, 1999. 37, The Howling 4, The Original Nightmare. 36, Paranormal Activity 4. 35, Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday. 34, Bram Stoker's Dracula. 33, The Black Room. 32, Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. 31, The Happening. 30, The Unborn. 29, The Gallows. 28, Annabelle. 27, The Woman in Black. 26, The House at the End of the Street. 25, 13 Ghosts. 24, The Howling Six, The Freaks. 23, don't knock twice. 22, The Uninvited. 21, The Green Inferno. 20, The Forest. 19, Slenderman. 18, Darkness Falls. 17, The Ring 2. 16, Dark Skies. 15, Friend Request. 14, Truth or Dare. 13, Satanic. 12, Vampire in Brooklyn. 11, The Wolfman. 10, Rings. 9, The Other Side of the Door. 8, Ouija, 7, The Howling 7, New Moon Rising, 6, Sinister 2, 5, The Howling Reborn, 4, The Bye Bye Man, 3, The Darkness, number 2, Halloween 2007, which leads me to my number 1 worst horror film of all time. 
Halloween 2, 2009. <laughs> Do you know what's yeah. so impressive about Halloween 2007? Is that somehow Rob Zombie came back two years later with an even <laughs> worse version of it. He somehow topped it and gave you a worse movie where his mother appeared on a horse <laughs> and told Michael to kill for mummy. Kill them, Michael. Kill them for mummy, Michael. You know, as you're going through your list, I, I was writing down on my phone... Uh, my prediction for what year number one would be, and I, I don't know if oh, you can see oh, that there. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this is, yeah, th- this is really bad <laughs> as well. Uh, I definitely would not blame, don't blame you <laughs> for putting it on there. I don't even like. Obviously, it's got everything that Rob Zombie movies have that I hate. That that, that grimy thing that he's going for, uh, you know, all this shaky cam where it doesn't really make much sense. Uh, like, I mean, I suppose, and I said this when we reviewed it. I'm pretty sure, but like the opening, like of the movie where she's been chased around the hospital, kind of like it actually as a remake of like the original Halloween two. Is the best part of the movie, and it's not yeah. like amazing, but it's like, oh hey, I can actually see kind of a fun slasher movie almost in here. It's filmed like a normal like serial killer scene, and it actually is kind of working. But then the whole point is, is it's a dream sequence, and it's almost like Rob Zombie's turning his nose up at it and saying, no, you want a proper slasher movie? I'm not going to give you that. I'm going to give you a Rob Zombie movie. And you know what? Fuck you, Rob Zombie. I hate this movie. <laughs> I hate it so much. I hate yeah. Laurie becoming the new killer. You know, at, at, at the That's end, or, or whatever, like, I hate all of it. It's, it's, like, trash. her whole thing feels like very mean, like, the way they treat her. Like, she, like, she's, like, so messed up and, like, uh, constantly lashing out at people. And, like, she was already, like, unlikable in the first one. But this one, mm. like, it, I, I, it sucks to say, like, someone who's suffering, like, what she had to go through is unlikable, but she really is, like, you know like so mean and angry towards everyone and then um and then yeah it also does like a disservice to uh to loomis who again is like yeah like one of the like you know the great characters from the first movie then they uh, they also turn him into a bad guy like whereas just like they try to give him a little bit of redemption but he really is just like you know this cheesy you know like uh like leech that's just you yeah, know, like he, out for he, himself. And... He's completely separate from most of the movie. He's he's just he's off yeah. like with a, he's like a book signing and getting drunk because of like the way way he's been interviewed and stuff. Like like yeah. is I I despise it. Like I I can't believe that he somehow made a worse film the first Halloween. Yeah, I don't. Honestly, I'm not sure which one I I, I dislike more. But uh, well, I'll be it's honest. It's kind of a coin flip. <laughs> I, I debated. I, I swapped. I swapped them around like five times when I was making this list. Let's, let's be honest. Like I, I had a, I had a tough time to say which one was worse. But there wasn't there wasn't a doubt in my mind that my one and two were these two movies. Not a doubt from the start of this this list making process. There was nothing else that was going to top yeah. either of those. So <laughs> there is. There you go. That is our top fifty worst horror films of of uh, all time. <laughs> I was going to say of something or of, t- of all time, um, and because Tim foolishly made a promise at the start of this episode, saying that if we had the same movie in the same slot, we'd do something special. To which I suggested two films on Halloween Day. Um, we'll try and make that happen. We'll see what we can yep. do. Uh, uh, the second of which will be Leprechaun Three, and I don't think it's a spoiler <laughs> to say that the main film in Halloween will be The Shining. 
uh, because it is a big movie but not done yet and because there's a little sequel coming out right uh, basically the I think it's Halloween that's out if I remember right but uh, I think it's like the first week of November so. it's the first week of November yeah. yeah but either way it's the perfect time to do The Shining so uh, you can look forward to that uh, but hopefully you've been enjoying this list hopefully you've enjoyed the Octoberthon uh, hopefully you're not too angry about anything we made fun of um, I feel like there'll be some Green Infernal fans getting getting pissed off oh, in the comments Eli Ross uh, is an auteur uh, but hopefully you'll be joining the Octoberthon um, by the time this one goes up we'll be quite late on Obviously, the other countdown we have to do is the results of your guys' entries. It's too late now to submit them. In fact, by the time this goes up, I think we've already recorded the first half of it. Uh, we have in our schedule. But um, that's still to come, so hopefully you look forward to that. And that is the, that is best films of all time, but it's voted for by you guys, not us. So that should be fun. Uh, there's obviously still some movies to come over the week, uh, up, to, up to Halloween, but hopefully you've been having a fun October 2019. All that's left to say is to like and subscribe, all the usual stuff, uh, ding the bell to make sure you get notifications, um, especially since right in the month of October, because we're posting so much stuff, um, YouTube stops notifying subscribers <laughs> because if you post too much. So ding the bell, make sure you get the notifications. Uh, but you can do that, you can support us by rating the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, give us five stars, it helps us find new audience members because it shares us out a bit more recommends us out because of because of the higher rate and average uh, so do that uh, you can support us financially over at patreon.com slash tv we can do you can do that for as little as one dollar per month and you'll get an exclusive episode of screams after a minute every month this month you've had four exclusive episodes but every month you'll get an exclusive episode that's a, is exclusive to patreon for one dollar per month uh, you also get access to an exclusive episode of a, of a sci-fi movie podcast that i do with tara called the atomic cinema experiment and then there's a couple of other bonuses as well uh, and then of course at the higher tiers the five dollar tier for example you get voting rights every month and so on and so on you can submit movies into the crypt uh which is something we've not done much in a while of recently so i think that'll be something maybe we try and prioritize uh at least once next month is uh sure. getting something from the crypt uh, or maybe the next vote yeah maybe the next vote will be crypt movies that's an idea yeah it'll be like a christmas present to the yeah <laughs> there you go there you go uh so that is um that is that is everything basically uh check out all the content we do but ultimately at this point you, if you've made it through the, the 20 plus episodes of streams <laughs> this month uh you've been doing well so uh i shall simply thank you for for being around thank you for being for enjoying the show uh and we will see you next time so thank you very much once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching scary movies guys and we will see you next time